Reading the Play is Australia's favourite source of NRL and horse racing tips. Our professional analysts provide the sporting enthusiasts with the best of the best. Get the best professional tips and previews from our tipsters direct to your phone. Readingtheplay.com. Righto, Jared. Get us into the NFL, mate. What have we got? Week 16, the, uh, what is it, third last week of the season. Oh, things are really hotting up, Jimmy, really hotting up. I mean, we touched on this a few weeks ago that, you know, the Chargers uh, were in a fair degree of trouble, um, major underperformers this year. Their coach, uh, clearly a very, very clever man, but um, he looked well out of his depth as a head coach. Well, they had 63 points put through them by the the Raiders, who only, what, four, five, six weeks ago sacked their coach. Um, so absolutely pumped. And then the next day, both their GM and coach were sacked. Uh, the Bills now put uh, back-to-back two very good wins, but absolutely gave it to the Cowboys. What I was very impressed with was um, how physically how physical they were, but also their run game absolutely dominated the Cowboys, and they could not defend that. And are the Bills on the move? I certainly think they are. Now, I, this week, I've actually backed the Bills to win the AFC Championship at eight bucks. Now, you know, they're yet to be in the picture of the ratings, but they do have a, a very winnable run out. And I think if they get in the AFC uh, wild card and then playoffs, they can really cause some uh, trouble. And they're certainly the team I would expect that could um, challenge the Ravens, who's currently sitting in the number one seed. The other one there, we speak of the Eagles, lost three in a row now. They are still 10-4, and four, but uh, dropped down a few pegs because we have the Cowboys sitting number one in their seed. Uh, a late loss to the Seahawks, limping a little bit, and um, I think they've been exposed defensively and um, um, their attack being shut down. And, you know, I think Hertz is limping around a little bit as well. Jimmy, the other one I did like during the week was the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. I mean, clearly, I think we all consider them the standout team at the moment. They're 11 and 3. Uh, it's all about having the right people on the park at the right date and fit and well. But right now, it's very difficult to see who beats them. $3.30 or $3.25, thereabouts at the present moment as a Super Bowl winner. I thought. I thought looked well overs when you consider that they do look the standout team. Tristan, have they been well backed over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, they have been. And and, and I think, you know, the way I'd probably frame it now would be if, if, if you think they're going to cover the spread against Baltimore, who they play on uh, Boxing Day Australian time, who I would suggest to one of the other contenders uh, for the Super Bowl, if you think they can cover that spread at home, minus five and a half, they're going to firm up significantly further, I would suggest. So it'd probably be a good time to have some of that Super Bowl action at the moment because, yes, I completely agree. They are the, the team to beat quite uh, quite clearly. Uh, they're into $3 now with Baltimore now, the second pick at 580, Kansas at 7, Buffalo on the charge at 10 with Miami and the Eagles at 11, uh, Dallas 14, Detroit 21. So um, 49 is very, very clear favourites, but they've got a really, really tough game there between the uh, the second picks for the Super Bowl at home, which uh, which is certainly going to be a fascinating contest there on Boxing Day. Well, and, and, and touching on that game, I mean, you know, many would suggest that this might be the prelim to the Super Bowl. Uh, the 49 is clearly at home, but we have a line of five and a half. So you'd suggest if we were at a neutral field for the Super Bowl, you know, it might be a three and a half. It might be four point line between these two if it was the two number one seeds as they sit at the moment who get through. Um, very interesting game that 
um, on the 26th, our time, which will be an absolute cracker for Boxing Day. Uh, Super Bowl is being played where? It is Allegiant Stadium, isn't it, in Las Vegas? Is that right? Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's interesting. The other the other point you make around a couple of those sides, so one of the things about Buffalo is the manner in which they won, right? It wasn't reliance on Josh Allen. And, and, and what do they say? When Josh Allen's being supplementary rather than all of what Buffalo do, then that's a really good sign for them after that. I think Brian McDermott, he's had a very tough couple of weeks, but they've worked their way through that and they've won in a different fashion, which I think, as you say, Jared, has kept everyone on notice. The other thing that I was um, listening to about the Philadelphia Eagles, they've lost an offensive coordinator whose name escapes me at the moment, but they had him uh, in their last two years. Yes. And now he's not there. And now Jalen Hurts is standing at the podium talking about lack of commitment in the team. And yep. you, you're thinking, whoa, hang on. This is a side that, um, you know, they, they've got a plus four and against of 18 for a side that's 10 and four. You know, yep. they've won every close game is is what that's telling us. So um, I'm not sure this is an Eagles side that can challenge like they did last year. So that makes it incredibly interesting. And, as and going well. back to your point too, Jimmy, I mean, the, the role of these offense or defense coordinators player just so key when you've got a 55 man or 53 man squad and the head coach is very much then about setting the direction and the focus of the week and, and motivation but not so much uh the tactical play which is then left to those coordinators and the change at the bills because if we go back four or five weeks ago uh they're off uh they're Yes, their offense uh, coordinator was sacked as a, I, I guess, a potential scapegoat on the back of some poor form. What the guy that's now stepped into that role has clearly done is just made some finer tweaks about what they're doing with uh, their run game. Now, you know, Cook had an absolute blinder last mm. weekend, but it's giving um, the Bills a, a different focus and certainly taking some pressure off Allen and allowing he, allow he, him to play to his strengths. And, yeah, I think the Bills are on a bit of a sneaky run. Um, the other thing is, you know, we've got two cracking games this weekend because we've got the the Cowboys off that big loss in uh, going to Miami to play the Dolphins. And there's, you know, a lot of talk about whether the Cowboys can win away from home. The Dolphins come off a very comfortable win over the Jets. I mean, I think that that's weak, very weak form. They haven't really beaten anybody of note, so we've got a very nice um, matchup there. And the Dolphins at minus one and a half uh, favourites. I I'm very keen about the Cowboys winning that game. And then, as we touched on the one, the final one of the round, which will be the big Monday night game in the US. The Ravens uh, going into San Francisco against the 49ers should be a cracking physical game. And they're talking about it as one of the greatest Monday night games in history, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles Seattle Seahawks game, where Drew Locke who I think he's played two games this year, Jared, just gets an yes. opportunity, gets it done. you got superstars like DK Metcalf taking incredible catches and, um, you know, they beat Philadelphia despite dominance from Philadelphia, every other metric, but, you know, gets it done Monday night, national audience. And, you know, that is a, that is a great story for the well, seven and seven. We know Seahawks. an NFL 45 seconds is like, like four and a half days, but there was only 45 seconds left in that game. And he's thrown a 35 yard, ball to pick up Metcalf that then put them in a position for them to, you know, then win the game. It was just a, a thrilling finish. What is your best, Jared? What are we what are we looking at? Uh Jimmy, those Cleveland Browns just keep ticking over. They've 
on quarterback number four, yet he's probably been their best performer this season. So I'm with the Cleveland Browns. Um, I th- I think they can uh, get another win this week. Got a suitable game. They play the Texans, who are still without their key quarterback. Um, I think it's a low-scoring game, but I still think that they cover the minus two and a half. I think by game time, that's three and a half, maybe touching four. So the Cleveland Browns to win, cover the line minus two and a half at a dollar eighty-one was my best for the week. Kristen? Yeah, Joe Flacco coming out of retirement. He's been very good for the Browns. Uh, I'm going to echo uh, Jared's thoughts with Dallas. And uh, I think uh, despite, I think Buffalo are one of the, the teams that are really coming into form. And I think a few things go a little bit differently early in that game there against uh, Buffalo. And we could have seen a different outcome. I think Miami uh, come back to earth against a much better defensive lineup. And I'm going to take Dallas to win the game at even money. Ooh. Love it. Okay. Jared? You like, oh, you, yeah, did you say you Cowboys, like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I love the Cowboys. Yeah, right. All right. All right. Uh, and I'm going to take us to uh, Pittsburgh. And it is the visiting Cincinnati Bengals taking on Pittsburgh. I'm going to go to the home team. Home team to get it done. Now, I thought plus two and a half, but I think they're plus two. So I'll take the Pittsburgh Steelers plus two. And I'll be picking up the dollar eighty-five for that. Your your love affair with one of the weakest mythical teams in the NFL at the present moment, Jimmy, is staggering. The Steelers. I can't believe you keep finding games within them. It's like watching paint dry. I will be taking you on for a lunch bet. There, I'm all over the Cincinnati Bengals at the minus two. That's probably only the first fifteen minutes of the game. So I blame Brady, my brother-in-law. So he's a mad Pittsburgh Steelers fan uh, and all the kids walking around and Tracy, by the way, in uh, Juju Smith-Schuster when he used to play there and Roethlisberger uh, jerseys. So uh, I blame him for that. But anyway, I'm more than happy to take you on with that. So just let me write that down. I'll be going as well. I'm, I'm, I'm very keen on Mr. Browning. So... Um, I'll be uh, I'll be all over. I'll be with Jared as per our discussion an hour and fifteen. Oh, you, you blokes! Thanks. So uh, I'll, I'll be on the Cincinnati bandwagon as well. I just find it funny, Jimmy, how um, you're talking about names of Juju and uh, and and Big Ben and <laughs> when uh, you know Russ used to play for Seattle, and now you're you're bagging them and poor old Drew Lock and, uh, and and jump ship. So I find that very. Uh, I have this discussion with my daughter quite a bit, so maybe we've got to have a discussion with you, Jimmy. It's just just different uh, different metrics for different uh, situations. Yeah, I think that's a nice way to describe it. Uh, well, yeah. I think the really good thing that's come out today, though, Tristan, is we're now 16 weeks into the season and we've finally exposed that Jimmy's following the Steelers. No. Imagine get sent from, uh, from Denver to the Steelers. That's going to be challenging on a number of levels, isn't it? Uh, so the, Mike Tomlin never had a losing season. Never had a losing season in the NFL. So uh, the, so what are you? You're you're in too, are you, Floater? Or Robin, whatever your nickname is. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, what what about the Cowboys, Jimmy? Are you, uh, you're with no, or against the no, Cowboys? No, I like the Cowboys as well too. Uh, I'm, I'm with what, you. What about those Broncos? Are you, uh, you're giving oh. up six and a half at home? I'm breaking out a rash every time you start bringing those up now. Um, <laughs> you know, the Sean Payton magic's just starting to, to wash off a little, isn't it? Uh, let me have a look at that. Oh, New England. Oh, God. Uh, Mile High Stadium, bad weather. Bilicek comes to the fore in defence. What's the overs and unders? 34. 
<laughs> what about this? 34 and a half for that game. And then I look at the other game, Cowboys in Miami, 49 yes. and a half. So yes. uh, you know how I hate to bet the unders. I'd, I'd much prefer the overs in the Dallas-Miami game than the unders in the Broncos and New England game. So, so, no, so which one, are you on the unders, are you, Jimmy, at Mile Hall Stadium? No, I just said I don't like betting the unders, and I, I, I prefer to be on the overs. So I'm happy to go the overs Miami-Dallas if you want to take that on. Uh, we started at Mile Hall High Stadium at Denver. Yeah, well, now we're over in Miami, so that's fantastic, isn't it? I think it'll be an exciting uh, Christmas Day game for all the Aussie viewers at uh, lunchtime with total points of 34 and a half. Uh, <laughs> eyes will be glued to the TV sets around uh, when we're cutting up that uh, Christmas turkey. And forecast is the first snow game of the NFL season. Is that right, that one? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Nah, leave me out. Leave me out of that one. Uh, all right, you blokes finished? Really called we're, you something we're just else trying there. to get another lunch bread out of you. Of course you, you are. You're just sitting there uh, twiddling your thumbs. Just on that, I had a look at the lunch bet table, which I don't think you enunciated very clearly this time. I'm on eight. You're on three. I did. And Tristan on, well, who cares? But <laughs> it, the point of it is I had to go back and check last week. I say, hang on a minute. Somehow I'm I'm losing or Jared's picking them up somehow. But no, nah, there we go. All right. The table right. is 100% accurate, sir. Jimmy's sitting in the second row of the cricket dugout going back to our IPN, uh, IPL uh, contract offering with his collar-up helmet on, just sitting there waiting to be called as a night watchman and uh, not playing very many aggressive shots at the moment. He's, I've never seen him leave so many lunch bets on the table with only 10 days to go before the end of the calendar year. So um, it's it's very interesting. You know what they say when you change your change what's worked well all season, it doesn't necessarily go well at the end of the day.